0: You are now listening to Unsolved Mysteries and Cold Cases. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, your guide into the shadowy depths of the unresolved, the enigmatic, and the chilling. Each episode, we'll delve into baffling disappearances, unsolved crimes, and tales that have slipped through the cracks of time and memory. Through interviews, expert analysis, and meticulous investigation, will attempt to piece together the puzzles that have perplexed minds for years. So, if you have a curious heart and a mind unafraid of the shadows, join me in unraveling the enigmas that refuse to be forgotten and give voice to the silent tales hidden within the folds of history. In the quiet town of Stephenville, Texas, January 8, 2008, was a night like no other. As the sun dipped below the horizon, the stars made their appearance dotting the vast Texan sky with their familiar twinkle. Residents settled into their routines, unknowing that soon, their small town would become the epicenter of one of the most intriguing unidentified flying objects sightings in American history. It began with a hum, a faint vibration that seemed to ripple through the air. Then the lights appeared. Silent, radiant, they danced across the night sky in a mesmerizing display that left onlookers awestruck. Suddenly, the tranquil town was thrust into a whirlwind of questions, curiosity, and confusion. As the local residents scanned the heavens in disbelief, some would later recount seeing enormous silent objects, while others would speak of synchronized lights moving in ways that defied logic. The tranquility of the night had been disrupted, replaced with an eerie sense of wonder and bewilderment. In the days that followed, Stephenville transformed from an unassuming dairy town to a hotbed for UFO enthusiasts, media, and skeptics alike. The sightings didn't just capture the town's imagination, but the entire nation's. An invisible line was drawn between the believers, the skeptics, and those who remained suspended in a gray area of indecision unsure of what to make of this extraordinary event. This is the tale of the Stephenville sightings, an episode that unearths a timeless human fascination with the unknown and the unreachable. It's a story of a small town suddenly thrust under a global spotlight, a community grappling with an extraordinary event, and a mystery that continues to baffle and captivate to this day. As we delve into this enigma, prepare to embark on a journey that dances with the unknown, exploring what happens when an ordinary town touches the face of the extraordinary. Chapter 1. Introduction to the Stephenville Sightings The evening of January 8, 2008, in Stephenville, Texas, was typical in all respects. The day had given way to the crisp chill of winter, as the small town, known for its dairy farms and rodeos, slowly surrendered to the blanket of night. But as darkness fell, an unexpected celestial spectacle was about to unfold. Ricky Sorrels, a lifelong Stephenville resident and an experienced hunter, was the first to witness the unusual display. Ricky, hardened by the realities of a rural life, was no stranger to the Texas wilderness and its idiosyncrasies. But that evening, while wandering through his woodland property, Ricky glanced skyward and was greeted by an inexplicable sight. Hovering just above the treeline was a massive object, silently suspended, its form obscured by intense, blinding lights. The spectacle was not limited to the Sorrels' property. Across town, Constable Leroy Gaetan, a respected figure in the community, was drawn out of his home by a similar celestial curiosity. Gaetan, a man of law and order, accustomed to the predictability of small town life, found himself grappling with the enormity of what he was witnessing. An array of bright, synchronized lights, darting across the sky, defying the laws of physics as they maneuvered. Word of the sightings quickly spread across the town, setting off a ripple of curiosity and disbelief. Families emerged from their homes, casting their eyes to the heavens. Children pointed towards the sky, their faces illuminated by the glow of the strange orbs the usually bustling town had come to a standstill, the ordinary rhythms of life replaced by an extraordinary symphony of lights. As the people of Stephenville huddled together, their breath visible in the cold night air, a new narrative began to weave itself into the town's tapestry. The world beyond their small Texas haven was now intruding on their tranquility. But while some were gripped by fear, most were mesmerized their gazes transfixed on the dazzling ballet unfolding in the inky expanse above. In the face of the unknown, the town was united in a shared experience, one that would forever mark January 8 as anything but an ordinary day in their collective memory. They were the unwitting spectators of a performance that defied explanation, the first chapter in a saga that was just beginning to unfold. Little did they know. Their quiet town was on the cusp of becoming a focal point in a global conversation about unexplained aerial phenomena the stage for the remarkable Stephenville sightings. The initial sighting sparked a wave of emotion that surged through Stephenville. As the lights faded into the night, the townsfolk were left with a sky full of questions. Conversations buzzed around kitchen tables, over fences, and in the aisles of the local grocery store. The community was electrified, divided between awe and disbelief, their reactions as varied as the lights they had witnessed. In the days that followed, Ricky Sorrels found himself thrust into an unexpected spotlight. The usually private woodsman was now a local celebrity, his story retold in every corner of town. People listened in rapt attention as he described the giant silent object he had seen hovering over his property. Some nodded in agreement, their own experiences resonating with his, while others squinted skeptically, doubt-creasing their brows. Constable Gaetan's account added a layer of credibility to the unfolding narrative. Known for his pragmatic approach and no-nonsense attitude, Gaetan was not one to be swept up in flights of fancy. Yet his detailed description of the dazzling, synchronized lights mirrored the accounts of other witnesses. People in town respected Gaetan, and his experience gave permission for others to believe in what they had seen, to trust their own eyes and share their stories without fear of ridicule. The local newspaper, The Empire Tribune, saw its circulation skyrocket as the townsfolk clamored for the latest updates and eyewitness accounts. Steve Allen, a local pilot and businessman, found himself at the center of this frenzy. Allen who had seen the strange lights while driving with friends, became a spokesperson for the witnesses, lending further credibility to the sightings. His vivid descriptions of the lights, detailed in the Empire Tribune, reached not just the town, but the entire nation, as national media outlets descended upon Stephenville. As cameras rolled and journalists scribbled notes, the townsfolk of Stephenville grappled with their newfound fame. The world was watching curious about their reactions and experiences. The ordinary routines of the town had been disrupted, replaced with interviews, late-night talk shows, and impromptu town hall meetings. In this whirlwind, the people of Stephenville, each with their own version of that fateful January night, navigated their way through the bewildering labyrinth of disbelief, intrigue, and wonderment. It was clear that life in Stephenville had taken an unprecedented turn, and things would never be the same again. Stephenville, nestled in the bosom of Texas, is a town steeped in simplicity and tradition. As the county seat of Araf County, this small, tight-knit community thrived on the dairy industry and its reputation as the cowboy capital of the world. The scent of hay and livestock mingled with the earthy aroma of Texan soil, a testament to the hard-working people who called this town home. But beneath the surface of this simple life, an extraordinary event was about to unfold. History is a vivid tapestry in Stephenville. Local figures like John Tarleton, who established the agricultural college that grew into Tarleton State University, left an indelible mark on the town. The university itself became a pillar of the community, its bell tower standing tall against the Texan sky. A stroll through the town was akin to leafing through the pages of a history book, with buildings like the Araf County Courthouse standing as proud reminders of the town's past. But the people were the town's heart. From ranchers like the Maddox family, owners of the historic Lazium Ranch, to regular folks like Constable Gaetan and Ricky Sorrells, they were the lifeblood that gave Stephenville its rhythm and charm. The townsfolk went about their daily routines from the early morning bustle of the farmer's market to the quiet hum of conversation in the local diners. They were content in their familiarity, finding comfort in the predictable patterns of their lives. However, the quiet predictability of Stephenville life was about to be disrupted. The tales of strange lights in the sky were casting long shadows over the town's tranquility. An invisible line was slowly being drawn, cutting through the heart of the community as the ordinary gave way to the extraordinary. As the story of the sightings began to unfurl, Stephenville transformed. The streets that once echoed with the sounds of cattle and chatter were now filled with whispers of the unknown. The town, usually immune to the noise of the outside world, was on the precipice of global attention. Yet, amidst the change and chaos, the people of Stephenville held onto their roots facing the inexplicable with the same grit and determination that had seen them through many a Texan storm. The stage was set, and the curtain was rising on a spectacle that would forever redefine this small, historical town. Chapter 2 The Elements of Mystery The cornerstone of the Stephenville saga was, without a doubt, the enigma of the unknown lights. Those who witnessed the spectacle described it in different ways, each account as unique as the lights themselves, painting an evocative picture of that fateful January night. Steve Allen, the local pilot and businessman, likened the site to a science fiction movie. As per his accounts, the lights raced across the sky at speeds that defied comprehension. They were white and brilliant, arrayed in a synchronized formation that resembled an arc, an airborne ballet that seemed to thumb its nose at the laws of aerodynamics. Alan, with his extensive aviation experience, was left flabbergasted. The lights moved faster than any aircraft he'd ever seen, a celestial spectacle that defied his understanding of flight. Not far from Alan's location, Ricky Sorrells was experiencing his own close encounter. On his property. The lights were not darting across the sky but instead remained stationary. Sorrels described them as intense, so bright that they lit up the surrounding woods like a midday sun. But even more baffling was the object from which the lights emanated. A colossal, metallic structure hung in the air, silent and unmoving. It was unlike anything Sorrels, or anyone in Stephenville, had ever seen. Meanwhile, Constable Gaetan had a slightly different experience. For him, the lights were red orbs that pulsed rhythmically. They moved across the sky in a pattern that was synchronized yet seemingly random, a dance that held Gaetan's gaze and challenged his understanding of the natural world. The accounts varied, but a common thread ran through all the stories, the lights were unknown, inexplicable. They did not conform to the conventional understanding of aircraft or celestial bodies. They moved in ways that puzzled even the most rational minds, and shone brighter than any star or man-made light. As the stories circulated, the mystery of the unknown lights deepened. Doubt and intrigue clashed, birthing theories and explanations, each more bewildering than the last. The once peaceful skies of Stephenville had become the canvas for an unexplained spectacle, and the people, the captive audience of a show they could not comprehend. It was evident that the lights held secrets yet to be unraveled, secrets that would keep Stephenville and the world pondering for years to come. As the mystery of the lights continued to grip Stephenville, an unexpected twist in the narrative emerged. The United States Air Force initially denying any involvement or knowledge of the lights, made an abrupt U-turn. They stated that F-16 fighter jets were conducting exercises in the Stephenville area on the night of the sightings. The military aircraft, they suggested, might have been mistaken for the unknown lights. This announcement stirred the pot of the already brewing controversy. Major Carl Lewis, a spokesman for the 301st Fighter Wing at the Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base in Fort Worth, became the face of this revelation. Major Lewis, an established figure in the military hierarchy, was known for his straightforward demeanor. Yet his statement, initially intended to provide a logical explanation, instead added fuel to the fire. The local community was quick to express skepticism. Steve Allen, the pilot who had witnessed the strange aerial display, was among the first to challenge the Air Force's explanation. Allen, with his deep knowledge of aircraft, found the notion of mistaking the lights for F-16s absurd. He argued that the movements and speed of the lights were far beyond the capabilities of any known military aircraft. Ricky Sorrels also voiced his disbelief. The intense lights and silent, Enormous object he'd seen were worlds away from the roar and form of an F-16. Constable Gaetan, though puzzled by the lights, found it hard to accept the Air Force's statement, given the nature of what he had witnessed. The F-16 controversy sparked debates across the town. Conversations were held in hushed tones at local watering holes and dinner tables, the disbelief in the Air Force's explanation echoing through the community. This skepticism wasn't limited to Stephenville, the national media picked up on the controversy, and it became a talking point for analysts and commentators across the country. As the F-16 controversy raged on, the people of Stephenville were drawn deeper into the labyrinth of the unexplained. The military's intervention, rather than offering a solution, had raised more questions, complicating an already intricate enigma. The tale of the Stephenville lights was becoming a complex puzzle, each piece more baffling than the last, and the F-16 controversy was a critical part of that puzzle. As the debate swirled, the town found itself at the center of a mystery that showed no signs of unraveling. In the wake of the Air Force's revelation, the testimonies of the witnesses started to evolve. This development was perhaps most pronounced in the case of Steve Allen whose close encounter had made him a spokesperson for the Stephenville witnesses. With the F-16 controversy stirring doubts, Allen began to further elaborate on his initial account, adding layers of detail that sought to debunk the Air Force's claims. Allen now described a single, mile-wide object that had raced across the night sky, accompanied by smaller lights. He claimed this enormous craft had disappeared and reappeared in a blink demonstrating maneuverability and speed far exceeding the capabilities of an F-16. Alan's passion for aviation and his understanding of flight dynamics lent weight to his claims, making his account a significant factor in the ongoing discussion. Meanwhile, Ricky Sorrells began to speak of the emotional impact of his encounter. The woodsman had initially been reticent to express anything beyond the physical details of what he'd seen. Now, however, he spoke of sleepless nights and an unshakable sense of awe and unease. The object he had witnessed, its silence, and the intense, bright lights were etched in his mind, a persistent reminder of the unexplained. Constable Gaetan, a respected figure in the community, also added depth to his original testimony. He revealed that the red pulsating lights he had witnessed had not just darted across the sky, but also appeared to radiate an energy that felt almost palpable, even from a distance. His evolving testimony, like those of Allen and Sorrell's, added an intriguing dimension to the debate and further distanced the sightings from the idea of a mundane military exercise. As the testimonies evolved, they stirred the simmering pot of intrigue in Stephenville. The F 16 controversy and the military's stance became a backdrop against which the town's residents began to question the boundaries of their understanding and the limits of conventional explanations. The vivid descriptions of the witnesses and their emotional recounting were no longer just tales of a peculiar celestial phenomenon. They had become living, evolving narratives of an experience that had transcended the ordinary, defying both personal understanding and official explanation it was clear that the evolving testimonies were adding a new, compelling chapter to the mystery of the Stephenville sightings. Chapter 3. Factors That Cause Intrigue As the Stephenville saga unfolded, a new element of intrigue was introduced in the form of the radar report. This report, released by the Mutual UFO Network, or MUFON, seemed to corroborate the testimonies of the witnesses and raised new questions about the nature of the Stephenville MUFON, a reputable organization dedicated to the scientific study of UFOs, had decided to conduct an independent investigation into the sightings. Leading this endeavor was Robert Powell, the director of research at MUFON. Powell was known for his meticulous approach to investigations, and his involvement brought an air of anticipation and credibility to the examination. After months of poring over radar data obtained from the Federal Aviation Administration, MUFON released its findings. Powell announced that radar data had indeed shown unusual activity in the Stephenville area on the night of the sightings. He described unknown objects that moved at high speeds, stopped abruptly, and changed directions—maneuvers that conventional aircraft could not perform. The report even suggested that the objects had moved in a manner that echoed the accounts of the witnesses. Steve Allen felt a sense of vindication upon hearing the radar report. The radar data appeared to validate his account of the unknown light's extraordinary speed and erratic movements. Ricky Sorrels and Constable Gaitan also found their experiences reflected in the radar report. The echoes of their testimonies and the scientific data added an extra layer of authenticity to their claims. News of the radar report swept through Stephenville, sending the town a buzz. People gathered in cafes, supermarkets, and homes, discussing the report and its implications. National media, too, picked up on the story, casting the spotlight back on the small Texas town the radar report proved to be a turning point in the Stephenville saga. It represented a bridge between the anecdotal experiences of the witnesses and the empirical world of scientific data. This convergence deepened the mystery of the Stephenville sightings, opening up new avenues of questions and theories, and keeping the world hooked to the unfolding narrative. As the mystery continued to evolve, the town of Stephenville braced itself for even more startling revelations. Despite the mounting evidence and compelling testimonies, the Stephenville saga was not without its skeptics. Leading this wave of skepticism was James McGaha, a retired Air Force pilot and astronomer known for his analytical approach towards UFO sightings. McGaha, a respected figure in the scientific community, Scrutinized the MUFON report and the witnesses' testimonies with a critical eye. He argued that the radar data could have been misinterpreted. To Magaha, the radar hits that MUFON attributed to unknown objects could have been anomalies, glitches, or even caused by weather phenomena. He also pointed out that radar data, devoid of visual confirmation, could not definitively prove the presence of unknown craft. Taking aim at the testimonies, Magaha suggested that the witnesses could have misidentified conventional aircraft or celestial bodies. He pointed out that the human perception of lights and objects in the night sky can often be misleading, particularly when observers have no reference points for distance or size. His perspective provided a counter-narrative to the growing consensus around the Stephenville sightings. His skepticism was shared by a segment of the population both in Stephenville and beyond, who were not entirely convinced by the witnesses' accounts or the radar report. The skeptic's perspective added another dimension to the discourse around the Stephenville sightings. It served as a reminder of the need for rigorous analysis and the careful scrutiny of evidence, particularly in a matter as perplexing and contentious as the Stephenville sightings. As Magaha voiced his doubts, Stephenville once again found itself caught between belief and skepticism, the witnessed and the unproven. Despite the divergent views, one thing was certain, the skeptic's perspective had further enriched the narrative of the Stephenville saga, weaving in an element of controversy and debate that would continue to captivate the town and the world for a long time to come. As the events surrounding the Stephenville sightings unfolded, their ripples extended beyond the realms of science and skepticism. The incidents began to deeply influence the socio-cultural fabric of the town, transforming it in ways few could have predicted. From a quiet rural town known mainly for its dairy farms and cowboy culture, Stephenville found itself thrust into the limelight as a hub of UFO activity. This new identity brought within a wave of tourists, UFO enthusiasts, and media personnel, all eager to catch a glimpse of the renowned Texas sky. Businesses in the town quickly adapted, with local stores beginning to sell UFO-themed merchandise and local diners offering alien-inspired dishes, adding an element of whimsy to the otherwise serious narrative. Among the townsfolk, the sightings became a hot topic of discussion, crossing generational and social boundaries. In schools, students engaged in heated debates about the existence of extraterrestrial life. In homes, families tuned in to watch the latest news about the sightings, their living rooms filled with a mix of skepticism and wonder. The cultural impact of the sightings was also felt at a broader level stevenville became a symbol for the larger ufo discourse in the united states its name often mentioned in the same breath as other renowned ufo hotspots like roswell and area 51. the sightings sparked a resurgence of interest in ufos and popular culture with numerous documentaries podcasts and books emerging to discuss the events perhaps most importantly The Stephenville sightings had a profound impact on the way people viewed the mystery of the unknown. The conversation moved from hushed whispers and fringe theories to mainstream discussion. Whether it was a believer ardently defending the possibility of extraterrestrial life, or a skeptic raising questions about the nature of the evidence, the sightings provoked thought, incited curiosity, and encouraged a healthy debate about the unknown. In the grand scheme of things, The socio-cultural impact of the Stephenville sightings was a testament to the power of a shared experience. The events had transformed the town, brought people together, and inspired a newfound fascination with the cosmos. The story of the Stephenville sightings, in all its intriguing and controversial glory, had left an indelible mark on the social and cultural landscape, forever changing the way the town, and perhaps even the world, viewed the night sky. Chapter 4 Unraveling the Theories The heart of the Stephenville sightings was the captivating mystery of the lights in the sky. As more details emerged, one hypothesis started to gain significant traction among a portion of the public and some researchers—the extraterrestrial hypothesis. The idea that the lights could have been the result of alien activity became a focal point of fascination and contention. Dr. Stephen Greer, the founder of the Center for the Study of Extraterrestrial Intelligence, emerged as one of the leading figures championing this hypothesis. Known for his extensive work in the field of UFO research, Greer believed that the Stephenville sightings could represent an instance of extraterrestrial visitation. He argued that the exceptional maneuverability and speed of the lights, as described by the witnesses and suggested by the MUFON Radar report might be beyond the capabilities of any known human technology. Greer was not alone in his belief. Stanton Friedman, a renowned nuclear physicist and ufologist, also lent his voice to the extraterrestrial hypothesis. With a scientific background and a long history of UFO research, Friedman's endorsement of the hypothesis added another layer of credibility. The extraterrestrial hypothesis resonated with a segment of the Stephenville population. Steve Allen, the pilot who had been one of the first to witness the lights, found himself drawn to this explanation. He could not reconcile what he had seen with any earthly aircraft, pushing him toward the possibility of an otherworldly source. As the hypothesis gained traction, it divided the town and the broader public. Some embraced the idea excited by the prospect of extraterrestrial contact. Others dismissed it as fanciful thinking, sticking to more mundane explanations. Regardless of personal beliefs, the extraterrestrial hypothesis became a central part of the Stephenville narrative. It brought an element of cosmic wonder to the story, fueling debates, provoking thought, and captivating audiences far beyond the borders of Stephenville the quiet Texas town had become the stage for a cosmic mystery, with the lights in its sky potentially hinting at the existence of life beyond our own world. Amidst the escalating intrigue surrounding the Stephenville sightings, another theory began to take shape, the military experiment's hypothesis. This theory proposed that the lights and objects witnessed in the skies above Stephenville could have been the result of covert military activities or testing of advanced technology. Supporting this theory was journalist and author Annie Jacobson. Known for her investigative work into military secrets and conspiracies, Jacobson suggested that the erratic movements and inexplicable speed of the objects could be the result of experimental aircraft being tested by the U.S. military. Her theory hinged on the fact that Texas has several military installations and is no stranger to advanced aviation technology. She pointed out that the U.S. military has a history of developing top-secret aircraft, some of which have been mistaken for UFOs in the past. Sergeant Carl Lewis of the 301st Fighter Wing, based at the Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base Fort Worth, initially denied any military activity on the night of the sightings. However, a few weeks later, he retracted his statement, saying that 10 F-16s were indeed in the area. This sudden turnaround lent some credibility to Jacobson's hypothesis, sparking further speculation about military involvement. Yet, for some witnesses, this explanation was not satisfying. Ricky Sorrels, for one, found it difficult to believe. The silent, massive object he claimed to have seen didn't fit the characteristics of any known military aircraft. The doubts were shared by many who couldn't reconcile their experiences with the military experiments hypothesis. Regardless of the lingering questions, this hypothesis introduced a new layer of intrigue to the narrative. It turned the public's gaze toward the clandestine world of military technology and operations, adding a terrestrial but equally enigmatic twist to the Stephenville saga. The theory maintained the tension between the earthly and the otherworldly keeping the public fascinated with the unfolding story. Among the sea of theories floating around the Stephenville sightings, there emerged a rather controversial perspective, the psychological phenomenon hypothesis. Advocates of this theory argued that the sightings could be attributed to psychological factors such as misperception, suggestion, or even mass hysteria. Dr. Susan Clancy, a psychologist specializing in memory and cognition, was a prominent proponent of this perspective. According to Clancy, the human mind is exceptionally susceptible to forming false memories and perceptions, particularly in situations that are ambiguous or emotionally charged. She proposed that the unfamiliar lights, the late hour, and the excitement could have caused witnesses to misinterpret or exaggerate what they saw. Adding weight to the psychological perspective was Dr. Michael Shermer, a well-known science writer and founder of the Skeptics' Society. He pointed out that psychological phenomena such as pareidolia the tendency to interpret vague stimuli as something known or significant in confirmation bias, the inclination to interpret information in a way that confirms pre-existing beliefs, could play a role in UFO sightings. This theory... However, met with considerable pushback, especially from the eyewitnesses themselves. Leroy Gaetan, who had been pivotal in bringing the sightings to the public's attention, vehemently disagreed with the psychological interpretation. He asserted that what he and others saw was too tangible, too real to be dismissed as a trick of the mind. While the psychological phenomenon hypothesis attracted a fair share of skepticism, it was an essential part of the discourse surrounding the Stephenville sightings. It underscored the complex interplay between human perception, belief, and reality, a reminder that understanding our reactions to the unknown can be as compelling as the mystery itself. Even if it wasn't wholly embraced, this hypothesis added another strand to the intricate web of the Stephenville narrative, weaving in the captivating realm of the human mind. Chapter 5 Attempts to Unravel the Mystery As the whirlwind of speculation and theory swirled around the Stephenville sightings, one organization took up the task of unraveling the truth, the Mutual UFO Network, one of the oldest and largest civilian UFO investigative organizations in the United States. Led by Kenneth Cherry, the Texas State Director of MUFON, a team of investigators arrived in Stephenville eager to dissect the mystery. Armed with radar data, witness accounts, and an unwavering curiosity, they set to work. Their investigations started with exhaustive interviews. Speaking with witnesses, they meticulously collected testimonies, trying to identify consistent details and patterns. The team also visited the locations of the sightings, attempting to recreate the circumstances in order to understand what the witnesses could have seen. The pivotal point in MUFON's investigation came when they obtained radar data from the FAA for the night of the sightings. After a painstaking analysis, MUFON's report indicated that unknown objects were indeed present in the sky that night, confirming the accounts of several eyewitnesses. The radar data also seemed to verify the military involvement. It suggested that several F-16 fighter jets were in close proximity to the unknown objects. This discovery was particularly interesting, given the initial denial and later admission of activity by the military. Despite their comprehensive investigation, MUFON was careful not to endorse any specific theory regarding the origin of the lights. They concluded that the evidence pointed to the presence of unknown aerial objects, but stopped short of suggesting an extraterrestrial or military source. MUFON's investigation into the Stephenville sightings represented a significant endeavor to bring clarity to an enigmatic event. Their detailed research and measured approach brought a sense of structure to the chaos, offering a well-documented, objective basis upon which further discussions and investigations could build. Their efforts in Stephenville underscored their commitment to their motto, The Scientific Study of UFOs for the Benefit of Humanity parallel to MUFON's independent investigation, the U.S. government and military also turned their attention to the strange occurrences in Stephenville. The response from these official bodies was anticipated with a mix of hope and skepticism, as many were curious about their interpretations of the enigmatic events. Initial comments from the military, particularly the 301st Fighter Wing, sparked controversy the first statement, as presented by Sergeant Carl Lewis, denied any military activity on the night of the sightings. This denial, however, was quickly retracted with a follow-up statement acknowledging that 10 F-16 fighter jets were indeed in the vicinity that night. This unexpected flip-flop fueled speculation about the military experiment's hypothesis, suggesting that the U.S. Air Force might have been testing advanced technology in the area. Yet, the military maintained that their jets were conducting regular training and had not encountered any unidentified objects. On the government side, the FAA released radar data from the evening in question to MUFON, marking a crucial turn in the investigations. However, the FAA itself did not comment on the nature or origin of the unidentified objects, leaving the interpretation open to MUFON's analysts. A particular figure of interest during this period was Luis Elizondo, a former U.S. intelligence officer who had led the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, a secret Pentagon initiative investigating unidentified aerial phenomena. Though not directly involved in the Stephenville case, Elizondo's public commentary on the sightings added another layer of intrigue to the proceedings he asserted the importance of taking such sightings seriously as potential national security concerns, urging more transparency in investigations. The investigations conducted by the government and military brought an air of officialdom to the Stephenville story. However, their responses, veiled in bureaucratic language and careful non-confirmation, fueled further curiosity. The tension between what was said and what was left unsaid added another dimension to the unfolding mystery, amplifying the allure of the Stephenville sightings. While MUFON and government agencies were engrossed in their investigations, the Stephenville sightings also drew the attention of a plethora of independent researchers. These were individuals and groups, both local and from around the world, fueled by curiosity and the drive to understand the unexplained. Among these independent investigators, Robert Powell stood out. An experienced UFO researcher and then director of research for MUFON, Powell conducted his own separate investigation into the sightings. He pored over the radar data, meticulously cross-referencing it with eyewitness testimonies. His analysis reinforced MUFON's findings, asserting the presence of unknown objects in the sky that night. Another noteworthy figure was Dr. Bruce Maccabee, a well-known UFO researcher and optical physicist. He took a special interest in the sightings and used his expertise in image and light analysis to examine photos and videos of the event. His conclusion echoed that of other researchers, the lights witnessed above Stephenville were not easily explainable by conventional means. Beyond these individual efforts, forums and online communities were also buzzing with speculation and discussion about the sightings. Amateur UFO enthusiasts around the world shared theories, analyzed available data, and exchanged ideas. These digital gathering places became a hotbed of grassroots research and analysis, providing an accessible platform for anyone with an interest in the mystery. These independent research efforts highlighted the profound allure of the unexplained. The Stephenville sightings not only engaged scientists and experts, but also ignited the curiosity of ordinary people. These independent endeavors epitomized the collective human drive to seek answers, the insatiable desire to make sense of the mysterious. They served to enrich the narrative around the Stephenville sightings, each new insight adding another stroke to the captivating canvas of this enigma. Chapter 6, Developments and Legacy In the years following the Stephenville sightings, public interest in UFO phenomena grew significantly. Prompted by this surge of curiosity, the U.S. government began to declassify several of its files related to unidentified aerial phenomena. Amid these declassified documents, the Stephenville sightings found renewed relevance. One of the most significant revelations came from the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, a secret Pentagon initiative that had been investigating UFO phenomena. The program's former head, Luis Elizondo, had previously urged more transparency, and it was in these newly public files that his words seemed to bear fruit. While the declassified documents did not provide a definitive explanation for the Stephenville sightings, they did offer tantalizing clues. For instance, they confirmed that the sightings had caught the attention of high-level defense officials. Detailed reports about the radar data and the subsequent military response suggested that the event was considered significant, even if it remained unexplained. What was particularly striking in these declassified files was the disclosure of multiple unidentified aerial phenomena encountered by military personnel in various instances. This disclosure lent credibility to the F16 controversy and the military experiments hypothesis related to the Stevenville sightings. Meanwhile, John Greenewald Jr., an independent researcher known for his website The Black Vault, which archives declassified government documents, obtained additional files through the Freedom of Information Act. His findings revealed the depth of the government's interest in the Stephenville case, reinforcing its importance in the annals of UFO phenomena. The unveiling of these declassified files represented a significant development in the ongoing saga of the Stephenville sightings. While they didn't provide a conclusive answer, they did offer a peek behind the governmental veil, affirming that the lights above Stephenville were not just figments of public imagination, but a real event worthy of high-level scrutiny. They also marked a step towards greater transparency, echoing the collective call for openness about the UFO phenomena. The story of the Stephenville sightings, it seemed, was far from over while the original Stephenville sightings of January 2008 had undeniably captured the world's attention, they were by no means an isolated incident. In the years that followed, reports of strange lights in the sky over Stephenville and its neighboring areas continued to trickle in, ensuring that the mystery stayed alive in the public consciousness. Steve Allen, the freight company owner who had been among the first witnesses of the 2008 sightings, found himself in the spotlight once again. He claimed to have observed similar lights on multiple occasions in the following years. His descriptions, coupled with his steadfast conviction, inspired many locals and UFO enthusiasts to keep a watchful eye on the Texan skies. Amateur astronomer Mike Smith became another well-known figure in the ongoing saga. Smith, who had been intrigued by the original sightings, had started his nightly vigil, observing and recording anything unusual. He reported several instances of unexplained aerial phenomena, each account adding to the growing collection of testimonies. Furthermore, UFO sighting reports from the surrounding regions added another layer of complexity. Towns like Dublin, Selden, and Thurber all had their share of unexplained lights in the sky sparking speculation about a possible hotspot of unidentified aerial activity in the region. Each new sighting, each additional testimony, added fuel to the mystery, keeping it alive and unsolved. They provided continual reminders that our understanding of our skies, and perhaps our reality, is far from complete. As the sightings continued, so did the investigations, discussions, and debates ensuring that the Stephenville mystery remained a captivating chapter in the study of UFO phenomena. The fascination, intrigue, and quest for answers persisted, continually stirred by the unexplained lights in the Texas sky. The Stephenville sightings of 2008, with their baffling lights and subsequent series of investigations, debates, and continued sightings, have left an indelible mark in the annals of UFO phenomena. The legacy of this event has stretched far beyond the Texas skies, influencing discussions, perceptions, and attitudes towards unidentified aerial phenomena. The case has undoubtedly cemented Steve Allen's position in UFO lore. The business owner, who first spotted the strange lights and subsequently reported several other incidents, emerged as an enduring figure his steadfast insistence on what he saw and his call for a transparent investigation became synonymous with the event. His voice, along with others, has played a crucial role in urging more openness and serious consideration of such phenomena. In a broader sense, the Stephenville sightings helped propel the topic of UFOs into mainstream discourse. The intensity of the sightings, the number of witnesses, the initial skepticism, and eventual official recognition all combined to attract widespread attention. It demonstrated that unexplained aerial phenomena were not just fringe subjects but deserved serious examination. Moreover, the declassification of related files and the subsequent revelations underscored the significance of public pressure for transparency and acknowledgement from official entities. This marked a shift towards greater openness and raised the bar for future discussions about such phenomena. Locally, the sightings have had a unique impact. Stephenville has embraced its unique place in UFO history. The local community recognizes and celebrates its peculiar claim to fame with a mix of humor and seriousness. The sightings have become a part of the local identity. Drawing tourists and UFO enthusiasts to this otherwise typical Texas town. From a wider perspective, the legacy of the Stephenville sightings is one of curiosity, resilience, and the pursuit of truth. It serves as a reminder that there are phenomena in our world that remain beyond our understanding, tantalizing us with the possibility of the unknown. The sightings have reinforced the age old human desire to explore, to question, and to seek answers a quest that continues unabated under the enigmatic skies.